welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Hello, I'm Karen, the owner of My Mickey Vacation Travel. Welcome to today's My Mickey Podcast. So, last week was the very first Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and our friends Danny, um, a.k.a. Dr. Disney, and his lovely wife Stacy got to attend, and they were lucky enough to bring back some good information and ideas for the party. Take it away, Danny. Thank you, Karen. Uh, yes, we did go to the very first party of the night of the year. Excuse me. Um, it was on August seventeenth, this past Friday, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. And as many saw, Stacy and I were there. We did live videos. We did pictures. Um, but I do want to clear something up right off the bat. A lot of people ask me this on the live videos. Um, we are at Walt Disney World. We are. We went to the. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom. There is a Halloween party at Disneyland Resort, but it starts next month and is actually called Mickey's Halloween Party. So, completely different names. What we're talking about right now is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World in Orlando. And, I don't know, this is one of my favorite events of the year. We go multiple times each year, and I just, I just think it's really a lot of fun. People always wonder if it's worth the price, but... I truly think it is. I think it's absolutely worth the price. And to add kind of what to Danny, Danny was saying, um, the Disneyland Halloween party, Mickey's Halloween party is absolutely worth it as well. We, we went to that last year and it was so much fun. And it is a little different than, well, actually a lot different than uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. So if you're ever out there, go to that one because it is amazing. Um, anyway, back to Mickey's Not So Scary. I have to say, we have been, I have been several years, um, even back before I moved here in 2012, um, I was, I went to Mickey's Not So Scary, and this year was one of my favorite years, if not my favorite year. Um, we went, and when we left the house to go over there, the car said 99 degrees. <laughs> So I'm not going to lie. It was hot when we first got there. Um, but as soon as the sun went down, it was a perfect night. The The stars were out. It was a clear night. Um, and we had so much fun. And there were some new things, but it was just a, a great overall night. Yeah, we really... <laughs> people... I saw another... A lot of complaints, too. Or not complaints so much, but wonders about... How can you really have fall already? How can you have a, a Halloween party? You know, it's August. It's the middle of summer. People have to remember, they did this last year. They brought the Halloween parties in early, and I think they added one more this year in August. And so what they're doing is Disney is giving guests the chance to go. Um, not everybody has the ability to get to Walt Disney World in October or even in September to enjoy the party. So people are still having their summer vacations. They're still here in August, and this gives them an opportunity to go. And for those that were able to go to the first one like us, we were able to see some of the new offerings that they have this year. Um, I'm going to touch on a couple of them. I know Stacy has... <laughs> Stacey will probably talk about the Mad Tea Party and uh, Disney Junior Storybook Jam, the dance party. But my one of my favorites was there is a little change to Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, this year, the attraction is just not the normal ride through. So it actually gives you something more to do instead of just saying, hey, I want to pass up the rides while I'm at the party. Well, don't skip Pirates. 
what they're doing this year is they have something called the Search for Gunpowder Pete. Um, they do have live actors in Pirates this time around. They have somebody at the, they have a couple different people in the queue who are trying to get at you. They're yelling things at you. They're prisoners. Really a lot of fun while you're in the queue. Uh, then when you get up to the loading dock, there is like a teller or a yeller. I forget how it was said back in the day. And he's actually telling people, be on the lookout for Gunpowder Pete. I'll offer you a reward. I will give you this much money and everything like that. And you're like, well, you know, what are you talking about? And then it's just, you know, he's there telling people as the guests, as they're loading on the boat to look for this person. Yeah, and it wasn't anything that was scary for kids. So it, it no, it just added a little, a little extra touch to pirates. I thought it was a lot of fun, but I just I wanted to add in there that even though there's somebody there, quote unquote, yelling at you, it it wasn't something scary. Yeah, it's not like he's like screaming at you and trying to make you, you know, you know, terrified or traumatized. It's it's not Halloween Horror Nights. I love the Universal. I think Halloween Horror Nights is great, but this is not that. It's still not so scary. It's it's fun. He was joking and he was having a good time. And then, you know, I won't spoil everything, but there is more to the story. So when you're riding Pirates of the Caribbean at Magic Kingdom during the party, look for Gunpowder Pete. Yeah, there is somebody in there to actually, you know, change the story and change what's going on. It's it's not a ton different but it's it's a nice little addition and i really liked it i thought it was a lot of fun um so you know it's just something that's new and it's it's a really nice change it reminds me of when we hear the stories of um we we heard that really it was johnny depp that was in there (laughs) So, so that was the first thing i thought of is that which he's done one time yeah, he did that one time, and that would never, ever, ever be me in not one million years. Like, I would be the one that would be there, like, the time before or the time after. And I would get off the ride, and, you know, Johnny Depp would be the very next one. But anyway, so the other one, one of the other new things that we wanted to mention was my tea party. I have no words. I'll, I'll try. Didn't write it. <laughs> um, I'll try to explain it. Um, it's my tea party, like times 1000, but is really, really cool. Um, everything is lit up in like pinks and purples and, um, greens and it's almost, it's a rave. Yeah, it's a rave. It's a rave. Um, everything's really bright and psychedelic and they've got music just really, really loud, but it's super, super fun. Um, I like kids are going to love it. So I, I would recommend, of course, going by it because it is something that is fun. And um, I put it on my Instagram, on my Instagram story, and and people just loved that. That was one of the most popular things that night that people loved was the my tea party because it was something different. And then I think the other thing that was new that I thought was really cool was the Disney Junior Jam. And that's over at uh, Storybook Circus. And unfortunately, we didn't make it over there until really late. It was like 1145 at night um, because we've been out doing other things. And so when we got over there, it was just like Timon and um, Doc. And they were sadly alone because, of course, the people who are going to be there are toddlers. (laughs) And so they were standing there. But um, the DJ was playing all Prince music. And... Um, Timon, let's just say Timon really likes Prince. 
Timon busted a move. Like, seriously. They were playing different songs, and they had, I can't remember what Prince song was on, but he, I walked over there, and literally it was a couple of the cast members, and they had Timon and Doc just kind of hanging out. The DJ was playing music, and there was some Prince song on, and Timon just lit it up. He was dancing. I filmed him. Look on um, the Dr. Disney Facebook page, too. I put a video up of it, and... I mean, he was just jamming. He was having so much fun. Like Stacy said, it was late, and these characters were still just having fun, even though hardly any guests were in the area. Doc looked at him quite skeptically throughout the time um, he was dancing, but, you know, it was great. And then as we were walking away, the DJ puts on 1999 by Prince, and I just wanted to hang around. Um, I hope that earlier in the night there were more guests over there, which there probably were because it makes sense that the Disney Junior, it's called the Storybook Circus Disney Junior Jam. And, you know, I'm guessing that more younger guests, like Stacey said, were over there. But take the time to go over there during the night, sometime during the party, or close to the end of the night. There may not be many people over there. It was really cool. Um, It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I think one thing that may have hurt it was they put it, um, of course, the characters, like the most popular characters of the night, um, Donald, Daisy, and Minnie, of course, who are all in their Halloween outfits, are right next to them. Oh, yeah, they're by the Casey Jr. Splash and Soak Zone. Yeah, so sometimes maybe if people are on their way over there, they're going to get sidetracked and stop at the characters to take pictures. Um, so they may not make their way all the way over to see the the Disney Junior um, to see the Disney Junior dance party. So I think that may be a fault of location, and maybe moving it would would make it more popular. But like I said, we were over there super late. If we had been over there earlier, it may have been um, a little more crowded. And then the one other new attract, like we would say, I guess, attraction or addition to attraction was Space Mountain. And I did not do that, but Danny can tell you about it. Well, yeah, I mean, Stacy is not a huge roller coaster person. She likes, you know, Mind Train and Slinky and stuff. But, okay, for anybody that's been out to Disneyland during the Halloween season, they have um, Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. There are asteroids, new asteroids flying around, and there's a ghost story as you ride throughout, and there's all these different like images of ghosts and spooky sounds, and it's quite amazing. It really is. Um, but, you know, this year, like we talked about the new things, um, Walt Disney World is trying to do some different things for Mickey's Not So Scary, and they did take Space Mountain, and they haven't called it anything different. It's still Space Mountain during the party, but what they did is, is you're riding this in pure blackness. I mean, total darkness. It is just, it's its all the lights are out inside. Once you get through those opening tunnels, it's just complete darkness. You don't see the little stars. You don't see the asteroids. You don't see anything. And I know this attraction like the back of my hand. I, I know the directions of the track. I know everything, the drops, where everything is. Riding it in total darkness is a new intensity. It's not too bad. It's not too scary, but it's fun. It, it adds another level to it. There is some, like, generic Halloween spooky rock kind of music that they throw out there, too. And that adds to it, so it's really kind of cool and trippy. But um, see, riding Space Mountain in pure darkness is a lot of fun. So make sure you go to that. Try out the new things. Um, What was it? Oh, yeah, that's the four main new things. But there's a couple new characters. Um, We'll touch on that real quick. Uh, There's Elvis Stitch. 
yes, Stitch dressed as Elvis. He is in Stitch's Great Escape, so his daily uh, meet and greet location. Um, he's over there, so that's where you can find him. It is Stitch dressed as Elvis. Um, Moana, where where'd Moana go? She's in the Tiki Room. She was there last year, but she's so popular, we have to mention her. Um, she is over in Tiki Room. Yeah, 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 yeah. They moved her. Um, they they used to have her over by Swiss Family Treehouse, and they now that's where Tarzan, uh, Jane, and Turk are standing this year. And Moana is in the queue for Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room because um, that attraction is not open. It's one of the few like it, PhilharMagic, are not open during the party, but everything else is. And she is in the queue. You'll see a big sign out front of Tiki Room that says that's where she is. So you can go in there and check her out. And so that's where. Moana is, but be prepared. She's one of them, like Jack and Sally, uh, Moana, Elvis Stitch, and Jack's, yeah, Jack Skellington, and the Seven Dwarfs. The Seven Dwarfs who are in Pete's Big Top, they are the longest lines. If you're gonna do those characters, be prepared for long lines and be prepared not to do something else that night. Yeah, and I'd almost say wait towards the end of the night. I hate to say, I mean, a lot of people say go there first. But if you go there first, you're still going to be standing in line. Um, I know a lot of people say go and get in line around 4 o'clock. Well, you're still going to be standing in line till it, you know, 7 o'clock. Um, so go toward the end of the night because the lines die down. Yeah, and there is no guarantee that these characters will come out early. Yes, there are many times when... Jack and Sally or the Dwarfs or Moana or some of the more popular ones may start around 5.30, 5.45, 6.30, 4.15. But that's not a guarantee. So like Stacy just said, you don't want to wait during the party, which is understood. But if you go early, you may still be waiting for them to come out So, because you don't know when they're going to come out. So it, just be prepared for it. You know, there's going to be a wait. And I heard some people talking, and they said that near the end of the night, around like 11.45, 11.40, the line for Jack and Sally was down to like 15 minutes. So take a chance. Do the other things. I know they're important characters, and they're rare, but do the other party events. Don't miss out. Um, one of the other things we I noticed about characters this year is, and it was especially toward the end of the night, they were kind of roaming around. Um, and they hadn't done that in years past. We were coming by um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and just walking through, and Corella walked by. <laughs> and I was like, that's actually Corella. Yeah. Because at the Halloween party, you're not sure if it's actually actually Corella or is it someone dressed like Corella. And it was funny because she was going through. I know you all probably have seen, like, that's where they line up all the strollers right there. And she was looking in the stroller, and she was like, are there puppies in here? <laughs> It was it was really funny. She she was great, and then I'm sure you've seen um, Anastasia and Drizella uh, are around there too. And at, they were running up to Storybook Treats, and Anastasia was screaming, "I want ice cream!" Yeah, I mean they were just having fun all evening. Um, we saw Jafar walking around um, over next to um, like an Adventureland, uh, Agrabah. Yeah, he was he was walking around. They seem to have more freedom walking around in the evenings than um, than ever before. Normally, you just see them like standing where they're taking uh, pictures or something like that. But it was really fun to see them kind of out roaming around, having having a little more freedom. Um, it, it, I love that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things. And you know, we we've talked before on past podcasts. You know, um, we love Disneyland for the fact that they're 
the characters there have have more freedom. They have wandering characters still, and guests don't. And I'm going to use this term because it's accurate. Guests don't attack them um, because they have they're there, and they don't they don't even always have a character attendant with them, and it's great. And when we saw Cruella walking through Fantasyland, I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. I was first taken aback by it in Disneyland. I'm not phased by it. This took me, you know, kind of by surprise and. Over in Frontierland, you had Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, and Br'er Bear walking around casually at times. Oh, there were no country bears this year. I just realized that. That Oh, yeah. Um, But they were walking around, and Jafar was wandering kind of aimlessly just there. And, you know, in the dance party, Timon and Doc were just kind of hanging out. And it's great. I, I love the wandering characters. I wish there was more opportunity for that to happen here. Of course, there isn't, but... Yeah, be on the lookout, especially near the end of the night as the time is getting close to people leaving, heading towards Main Street, watching the last Hocus Pocus show on Main Street. Look for where characters may be. They may be out just kind of, you know, taking up time and wandering around and have have fun with them. Yeah, and I'm, I have to talk about food. I'm sorry. I mean, that's a horrible just, you know, transition. I just went straight to it. Um, when we first got there, we wanted to eat. And so we, we were walking in and I was like, well, it's not crowded at all. And walking through and I was just like, they said this party sold out. Where is everybody? Well, everybody was in Pecos Bills. That's where everybody was. (laughs) Every single party person was getting something to eat. So here's my best tip. Go eat before the party starts. If you're staying on property um, and you don't want to come over to Magic Kingdom till that four o'clock four o'clock ticket, eat somewhere else. Eat a heavier dinner or eat a heavier lunch um, somewhere else, or eat at one of the other parks before you come over, because everyone is going to be eating at one of the uh, quick service locations there. Yeah, it was about five thirty ish. We went in for four. But around 5.30, we were like, let's go get something to Pecos Bill. It doesn't start for an hour and a half. Pecos was packed. I mean, and we saw, we walked past Cosmic Rays about 15 minutes prior, and I saw there, it looked like there was a good crowd in there too, but people wanted to get that meal in before the party started at 7. Yeah, Pecos was packed. Yeah, so, the, and they don't, they, I mean, all those locations aren't open. You know, they close Pinocchio's, they close, yeah. Some of the others. Yeah, they close some of the other ones. So, um, that's one big thing I would recommend is getting uh, early dinner, eating something before you come over. Because, and also, you know, you're going to want to eat the snacks. So, and that's my other transition. So, that was like my goal of the night. I wanted to look at the merchandise and I wanted to eat snacks. Uh, uh, that's just that's what I wanted to do (laughs) so we went to eat something at Pecos and then we started looking at the um, snacks and they had so many new things this year and I'm I'm just going to say it I I hate to be a a downer but we went straight to Aloha Isle that was for me yeah Um, we went straight there so we could get the um, hitchhiking ghost dessert and it is beautiful it is one of the prettiest desserts they've done and it's not that good it's really not, and I hate to say that too, because the Doom Buggy, what was it? Doom Buggy Cream Puff, yeah. And, you know, I gave it a shot because it was my favorite thing. First and foremost, you've seen pictures of it. It is about three times smaller than you're anticipating. It's <laughs> it's a lot tinier than I thought it was going to be, but the, I didn't care. You know, it's a snack credit. It's, you know, cheap. It's like five fifteen, five nineteen, something like that. Um, the, uh, cookies and cream mousse that's in it, that the ghosts are sitting in, that was really, really good. 
the cream puff left a lot to be desired. It's really bland. It was bland. It didn't really have that. Yeah. Uh, it's not. Yeah, it was just bland. That's all I'm going to say. And to serve it at the Dole Whip location, I mean, it it, it was just, it wasn't going to be, no, it was going to, everybody was going to be getting Dole Whips. I mean, that, that was just, it. that's what was going to happen after a couple of those left. But, I mean, I would say it was about the size of a large cupcake. Yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty small. I was, I was surprised. But it was really pretty, good effort. It just, it didn't taste, it wasn't that good. It's Instagram worthy. Yeah, it's a great is a great picture and ask someone if you can use their picture give them credit and that's that's it repost yep. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag repost <laughs> that's all i can say so after that we moved on to like what i was dying to see and it was the maleficent um dessert over at storybook treats and it was it was great. I'm a big ice cream person, and that was what I was dying to see all night, and actually eat. That was what I really wanted to eat, and it was so good. It is the lime ice cream that's in the Peter Pan flow, um, and then they have like um, just a, like a purple like sprinkles on top. Um, just they're kind of crystallized, and then the chocolate um, like her chocolate horns, and then the um, the uh, the cone. The waffle cone. Yeah, the waffle cone is chocolate. It was delicious. And it's not one of those really large cones that you can never eat the whole thing. It's a, it's a little bit smaller. It's not too small, but it's a little bit smaller. So that way, it's it's not that filling. It was a perfect size. So be sure to get it. And it is not just available at the Halloween party. You can get that anytime. So be sure to get that. It's available through October 31st. Yeah, that's that's a good point about how the size of this and I guess the size of the Doom Buggy Cream Puff. Um, many of these items are going to be snack items. They could be snack credits. Uh, and that's kind of smart on Disney's part because it allows you to go and try other things around the park like, like with food and wine. Um, and Flower and Garden, when they have the outdoor kitchens, you want to use a snack credit. You want to have a small little dish because you want to try as many things as possible. Um, because there are a ton of things. Uh, like Stacy said, some of them are available daily. Not many of them. There's the um, the Halloween, uh, what is it? The Halloween cinnamon roll uh, available at the bakery. That is that is available daily. There's the not so poison apple cupcake at the Main Street Bakery. That's available daily. Um, there's the mini witch brownie over at Casey's. That's available daily. So a lot of these things are, but some are only party treats. The mini witch brownie is really good. I do like it. That's that is that is worth getting. It is really good. And then didn't the the poison apple? It has like a like almost like a pecan, um, like the middles like a pecan crunch and buttercream. Didn't know it. I read the description. I wrote the article. Still surprised me. It's really good. I mean, they had that was that was really clever of them to come up with. <laughs> I have to say, and it's really good. That's worth getting. Yeah, that's good. I mean, there 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 aren't many savory things. There's a few savory Halloween items, um, snacks for the Halloween season over at Pecos Bill, and it's only on party nights. There's the Hades nachos. Um, there's some black nacho chips and some fiery buffalo chicken spicy stuff, so that's pretty good. Over at Sleepy Hollow, there's the Zero Waffle Sunday. They're little waffles with zero on it from Nightmare Before Christmas. And the only other savory thing that I can honestly think of, there was a, 
a cosmic rays. Oh, the Monster Smash Burger. Didn't try it. Wanted to try it. Didn't get a chance to. It's on a black bun. It's got monster cheese. And I think sriracha's on it. And they put like tater tots on it. It looks really good. But not a lot of savory stuff. A lot of sweets. A lot of treats. Um, oh, didn't tr- we didn't try the candy corn milkshake. But there's a reason. It's at anti-gravities. I guess, I guess we need to try it to not be judgmental. Um, but it reminded us of the Millennial Pink Milkshake available early this summer. And that was an abomination. I'll be happy to say it. So, But we will give the candy corn one a try. The candy corn milkshake at Anti-Gravities is available throughout the day, daily, not just at parties, through Halloween. Yeah, so a lot of these, um, I'm I'm really glad they put them out that you can get them through the day. Also, the, like he just mentioned, the candy corn ice cream, it's really fun. That's a great that's a great treat, and and kids are going to love these. So I, I think all these are fun to get. Um, so the food was, you know, of course, one of the other things. And then the last thing I have to talk about, which I can't, you know, not talk about, is going to be the merchandise. Um. Well, it's not the last thing. I forgot something else. I have to talk about the show. Yeah, but let's do the uh, Yeah, okay. We'll talk about the merchandise. Um, uh, the merchandise is great this year. If Well, one thing is, and I know so many people love Hocus Pocus. It's There's so many Hocus Pocus things. And it is the 25th anniversary this year. Um, and... Uh, they have quite a few shirts um there's like there's three shirts that um are it looks like you're kind of wearing their um the top of their dresses kind of like the bustier they wear they're really cute um they have a shirt that has um all three of them on it and then they have a bag that i think is only a pass holder bag i think yeah it's pass holder yeah, but it's really cute. Um, they have a mug that is just um, hocus pocus. It's really cute, and then they have an ornament that is like a. Um, it looks like a cauldron, or I guess it's a crystal ball a cauldron. Yeah, it, yeah combination. It, a, co- a combination. It, it's cute as well, and then of course the probably the most popular thing that was selling out was the the jersey, and on the back it had a muck a muck a muck. And on the front, it has like the logo of the um, of Hocus Pocus, and I think it said Mickey's not so scary. Yeah, it did. It said Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, and it's a muck a muck a muck. Say it with enthusiasm. Okay, I just got a dirty look, so <laughs> I'll leave that alone. But yeah, it's the spirit jersey with a muck a muck a muck written on it. It's got Thackeray Banks on the back of it for those that are huge Hocus Pocus fans. Um, there is some party merchandise as well: shirts, AP shirt. Um, an ear hat ornament designed for the Halloween party, but Hocus Pocus took over this year. It did. It really did. Um, and I do like the the merchandise this year. It's got like, um, I know people like to call them new Mickey and Minnie and old Mickey and Minnie, um, <laughs> which, or like skinny Mickey and Minnie. It's got like skinny Mickey and Minnie. Um, it's the newer versions of them with the new cartoons, and they're really cute. Um, no, I like them. Um, when it, and it, of course, they do have the pass holder shirts again. But um, a lot of people go straight to the Emporium or they go first and buy their merchandise, which you can do that. That's always a good idea. We did something that I would recommend you do. Um, it was a time saver and it, I, I just, it wasn't crazy because you can go in that Emporium at the end of the night and you just have to like pray for your life to get out of there. <laughs> I mean, it's craziness. But 
um, toward the end of the night, like I said, it was around 11.45, we went back to um, b- at the Big Top, uh, what, what's it called? Yeah, Big Top Souvenirs and Storybook Circus. Yeah, and they had all the merchandise back there, and it was crickets. No one was in there. And they had a, a like a wide selection of the merchandise. They had everything left. So back there, they may have more, um, if you want to wait, kind of, or go back there instead of going just to the Emporium because there's so many other locations through the park that you can go to and not just the Emporium. If you do wait and go to the Emporium at the end of the night, expect it not to be there because that's kind of how we ended up back at <laughs> at the Big Top for the second time because we decided to get a shirt, a Hocus Pocus shirt for Danny's niece on the way out and they didn't have it. And so we had to, excuse me, Danny had to make a mad sprint back to get it. I did and I made it, but she has the greatest point. I mean, we happened to be back there. We walked in, we looked at the merchandise. There were maybe four other people in Big Top Souvenirs when we bought ours and we casually looked around. We didn't bump into people. It seemed like everybody was leaving. We walked up. We were like, oh, we want to get that shirt for my niece. We went to, I was like, oh, we're right here by the Emporium. I wanted to leave. It was horrible. The, I mean, every register, every cash wrap was filled, no matter which part of the Emporium you walked in. When you tried to grab a shirt off of the wall or find one, they had, they had either one size, you know, like extra, extra small or one large and, you know, many shirts were gone and trying to find a cast member to grab it. They were being bombarded by 50 million guests who were trying to get, hey, I need this size, this size, this size. I need another pumpkin. I need this. And they were trying to get it. They didn't. They were out of some merchandise up there because people were asking them for tons of it. Yet Big Top Souvenirs had everything, any size we needed. They were putting out more. They were like, do you need me to find anything? So much more convenient. Probably just ruined it for us if we want to go get stuff late at night because everybody's going to go. But seriously, stay away from the Emporium unless you're going earlier in the night. But it was, it was, it's worth it. And the merchandise is awesome. Oh yeah, and uh, we have to to mention uh, the pins. The pins are so oh. cute this year, and they have Orange Bird. Orange Bird so cute. Orange Bird so cute on the pin, and he's also the trading card. He is the special trading card to get. Oh, yeah, for Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so be sure to pick him up because you can only pick that up at the um, at the party. And he's really cute. So I, I would recommend getting that, and especially if you're one that likes Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. But the pins are really cute. They have one with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They have one, like I said, with Orange Bird. They have one with um, Chip and Dale. So they have several, um, several of those. And then there's the magic band that, um, it's, it's kind of the same one. It's the same print that I mentioned with the shirt. So there's lots of merchandise to choose from this year. Uh, and it's, and it's different from like this. I think the last couple of years they'd been really similar and this yeah. year it, it looks different. So I like that. I like that we had a better choice. Yes, it was, it's really cool. Uh, magic band is a limited edition size of 4,000. So I can't guarantee you that it's going to be there for some of the later parties. Um, And it's only available at the party. So you can't order it online. You can't get it daily. If you're going to go, if you're here and you're going to one of the early parties and you want that magic band, you're like, well, I'm going to another one in October. Don't wait. It may not be there. Some of the other stuff either. Um, Okay. Yeah, that's, we, oh, I mean, there's all the normal things that we, we, at the party. I mean, which is, I mean, gosh, we just talked for a long time about everything new and exciting and different this year. 
It's we didn't forget about the things that we love about the not so Mickey's not so scary Halloween party that we that brings us back three and four times a year now for almost the last seven years. Um, of course, my favorite parade anywhere, anytime. Mickey's Boo to You. Um, we saw the first run of it for this year. We had a great seat. We I love this parade. There's a few little changes here and there. Nothing that even the you know random guests may notice. I noticed it because I'm weird. Um, you know, a couple of changes. Uh, Jack and Barbosa are on the ship this year instead of the Peter Pan gang. Peter Pan gang's walking. Tinker Bell is on the the treasure chest instead of Sp- Captain Jack Sparrow and Barbosa. Um, Clarabelle Cow has on a different dress. I'm weird, but I love this parade and. They it runs twice a night at the parties. Make sure you see it once at least, or even twice. It's so worth it. And I noticed this year for the first time we we watched the first parade, and the first parade was um, less crowded than the second parade, yeah. which surprised me. I think that it's. <laughs> I think so many people have have given like the age old. Be sure you watch the second parade because it'll be less crowded. That now the crowds have flipped. So uh, I, I say that all the time that people, you know, give the whole crowd calendar thing or the crowd, you know, suggestions that now it's flipped because we walked right up about maybe 20 minutes or so before the, the, the parade started in Frontierland and we were right across from Splash Mountain and got a perfect, I mean, we were right in the front and watched the parade and it was awesome and we it we have bad luck with 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 Mickey's not so scary it seems to rain every time but it didn't rain this time and we actually got to see the headless horseman and it was it was just great but um when we thought we'll go back to the second because Danny wanted to live stream the first one and we thought we'll go back to the second parade and we will take pictures we couldn't because there it was it was packed it was absolutely packed so just kind of keep an eye out. But I think maybe this year a lot of people did the trick-or-treating during the first parade and then went to the second parade. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. The trick-or-treat stations, they're, I haven't counted on the map yet. I think there's somewhere between like 15-ish, somewhere in the teens. We, walk, we, didn't, we went and got our bags when we walked in in that back path behind Main Street where they lead you. And we got our bags, and they have, like, two little stations back there, and they hand you candy as you're just walking through. We usually stop at some of the trick-or-treat stations as we walk past. They were packed this year. The stations sometimes had lines 50, 60 people deep. And I was like, y'all, it's candy. There's a lot of other stuff. Go to the store. But there, I, I guess that's right, is that makes a good point that, that Stacey said, you know, maybe during that first parade... Everybody was trick-or-treating. It was like, oh, I'm going to go to the second one. That's the non-crowded one. That's what everybody says, blah, blah. But, yeah, it was opposite this year, and those can't, those trick-or-treat stations are packed. So I know people like to trick-or-treat. If you're not that big on it, skip. Don't wait in those lines. Yeah, they move kind of fast, but there were some of them. It looked like people were waiting 20, 25 minutes for it's candy. Or go toward the, like I said, to maybe toward the end of the night and then kind of run through them because most people go toward the beginning of the night. And at the end of the night, here's another little tip. They give you more candy because they have to get rid of it. They dump it in your bag. They do. They dump it in your bag because they have to get rid of that If it's opened, they have to get, like, if the if, if it's in that barrel, they yeah, have to get. the large bag's open. Yeah, if, like, it's in the barrel that they go through, they have to empty what's in that barrel. So they will, like 
load it into your bag. So if you go through the end of the night, they will give you more candy. So there you go. There's you another little tip. <laughs> yeah, so and so this is the the last thing I really wanted to talk about. And it's kind of crazy I had never sat through and watched the show. The Hocus Pocus um Spectacular, Villain Spectacular. One would think I would know the name of this. Um, it was amazing. It was phenomenal. Do not go to Mickey's Not So Scary and not see this show. It was so good this year. Um, normally, we will go to see it. We'll, we'll go to the party and just kind of like walk by or we'll listen from the back or something like that. But I have to say, Disney did something that was great. And I think they do this more for parties than they don't do it um, normally. They did have a handicap section for um, the for fire, for the fireworks and for, um, for Hocus Pocus. But anyway, um, so there was a great, uh, it was great. The show was phenomenal this year. And a lot of people asked me, I had some of my clients message me because I posted it on my page. And I was like, this is my absolute favorite part. If you want to know my favorite part, this is it. Um, it's not too scary for kids at all, even though there's a ton of villains in it. It's super fun, super upbeat, and it, kids are going to love it. So it's not something that they're going to be scared of at all. Yeah, and I mean, you know, as she just put, we... We usually are so busy running around and doing things, and there's always such a big crowd for the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular that we usually catch it from the background and listen, or we're not up close, or we catch it as we're walking by, or we're always like, we'll see it at the next party, and then we do the same thing. Um, right now, for the first month and a half, there's three showings at each party. Um, for the month of October, there will be four showings per party, so just to make sure you check your times guide. But I'm so glad that we caught this one. Um, there are they did. It's not really different from the ones that have happened in the past years since it started in 2015, because you know. But it, it's there's no reason to change it. It's fantastic. But there are some little additions, you know, mentioning the 25th anniversary of the movie Hocus Pocus. Uh, the vil- I mean, the villains are just amazing. They're some of my favorite people. But Stacy was just blown away by it because it's not really something done at Walt Disney World. Often anymore, it's done at Disneyland more so, but and even on the Disney Cruise Line. But they do live vocals. Um, they do live vocals. The live vocals are amazing. And I've seen, this is probably the last show, this is the show I hadn't seen. I've seen all the Christmas shows. I've seen, um, I've seen tons of other, you know, all the other shows at Disney. The choreography for this show, and I know that's getting pretty technical, but um, I used to be involved in, in a show choir back home. But the choreography for this show is amazing. And the dancers, I hope that they're getting enough credit for what they're doing because the dancers in the show were unreal they were phenomenal and I know that you know a lot of people give like don't get me wrong the villains and the singers were were great too but the dancers were just phenomenal they were on every single minute like you they didn't miss a beat they were I mean it was like I, I don't know what else to say other than it was like it was Disney level it was what you expect yeah, and I will do it. You know, props to the Sanderson sisters. Um, I know most of the villains themselves are not live vocals because they need a certain voice uh, for Maleficent, Jafar, Captain Hook, Oogie, 
especially Oogie. Um, but, you know, Mary, Sarah, Winifred, the Sanderson sisters were top-notch phenomenal. They were absolutely amazing. I, I mean, you would have sworn Bette Midler, Kathy Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker were up there. They were just amazing to watch. They're so fun. The show is funny, and it's, you know, musically inclined and humorous, and there's dancing, and it's spooky, and it's just... It is probably one of my favorite top two or three shows in Disney history. I absolutely adore this show. I love Hocus Pocus, but add the villains, add these different characters, you know, mixing it up together, and it was just incredible. Um, So don't miss it. Don't miss out on it. Don't say, I'll catch it next time. Watch it. Appreciate what these cast members are doing. They deserve it. They are fantastic. Um, Oh, yeah, the only other... uh, Happy Hollow Wishes... The fireworks, they're the same this year. Um, There were slight little differences here and there. Not much that I noticed, but it seemed to be the same show. Still amazing, still cool. Make sure you catch that too. But Hocus Pocus, Boo to You, Happy Hollow Wishes, catch it. At least with Hocus Pocus and Boo to You, you get more than one opportunity. Um, The new events, everything like that. Uh, The merchandise, the food, everything. It's a great party this year. Yeah, I mean, this is one year I would say I have um, a lot of Disney guest uh, clients who will say, is it worth the money? Is it because it is expensive? I'm not going to say it's not. It is. Um, You know, if if you're if you only have a a certain budget and everybody has a budget. So you can get in at four o'clock. So um, if a lot of people are thinking about, should I add an extra day or should I do the park hopper or something like that? You know, even maybe drop a day ticket and then come in and come into the party at four o'clock. Um, that's an option you can do. And you're not spending nearly as much as you would be. Um, a lot of a lot of people I'll say drop the park hopper option and what you're paying for that park hopper option spend on the party because you can come into the party that night and just plan accordingly and when I plan for for you know guests in advance we plan around that and so um that's what we'll do so they can go to the party because I think it's it's so worth it and I'm glad we did it this year especially after I've been to the party because I was I was just so impressed and two things that I want to say that Disney does really well um, with this. First of all, Stacy just mentioned something really important. You can get in with your ticket at 4 p.m. If you're a DVC club member, you're able to get in with that ticket at 2 p.m. this year. That's something new. But take advantage of that 4 p.m. thing. You do not, I'll say it again, you do not need a park ticket in addition to a party ticket. The only reason you would need a park ticket on the same day as a party that you're going to is if you want to go to a different park earlier in the day or if you want to enter Magic Kingdom before 4 p.m. Other than that, if you want to enter Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. and go to that and go to the party, you only need the party ticket. Second thing I really want to mention is Disney has done really well with, uh, they always do well with allergies and they're allergy friendly. They take care of their guests. Um, there are allergy-friendly stations or centers at Magic Kingdom during the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Main Street, USA, there's Town Square Theater. Over in Liberty Square, you can go to the ticket office, which is right under where the Muppets um, Great Moments in History thing takes place daily. Um, you can go in there. There are allergy-friendly stations. You can pick up what will be a teal treat bag. They are giving out trick-or-treat bags for everybody, and I think ours had the Incredibles on it and somebody else. Maybe Wreck-It Ralph on the other side. 
But they're, for those that have allergies, they're giving out a teal trick-or-treat bag. And you can pick one up at any of the trick-or-treat stations as well. And when you show that bag to trick-or-treat, they will give you allergy-friendly candy, snacks, treats, whatever. They're going to take care of you. They're going to take care of everybody. Very, very cool of Disney to do this to acknowledge everybody. So just know that you know, you're not going to be left out if you have allergies or anything like that. So, um, I think that's it. I mean, I, I think we pretty much covered it. Um, I, I know we'll be, we've already made plans to go back again this year. Yeah. We've got family and friends coming down and we're going to go back with them. And again, I think da- uh, Danny mentioned that. And, um, I know we have uh, a lot of people who listen who are AP and you can get it, you know, a discount if you're an AP holder on some, on some nights. So, I mean, just take advantage if you come down. The last thing I wanted to mention, um, I've said that a million times, is that um, if you are coming down and you haven't planned your costume yet, keep in mind you're in Florida. <laughs> and it's hot. Um, we see some of the kids uh, walking around and they are miserable because they have on long sleeves and they have on a mask or, you know, just like a headpiece and, and things like that. And they're just miserable. This is the first year that we've been over there and we saw more people in like just uh, T-shirts that just have like a Mickey pumpkin on it or and kids were having so much more fun because they weren't so hot. It's hot. Yeah, so dress accordingly and keep that in mind and just like kind of let kids have fun instead of worrying about what what costumes they have on and, you know, things like that. So I thought that was better this year when I was kind of looking around. But I'll let um, I'll let Karen kind of close for us and and Jeff and we we had so much fun. And thank you guys for letting us tell you about Mickey's Not So Scary. Hey, thanks, Danny and Stacy, for a great review of the Halloween party. Um but I did want to mention, Karen and I actually came down to Walt Disney World this week. I'm, I'm sitting in my room at the Beach Club right now actually recording this. And we spent the last two days at the Magic Kingdom. And I did partake of the candy corn milkshake at Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies. Uh, so I'll save you a trip over there, Danny and Stacy. But I did get it. And I have to say I was pleasantly surprised. I was expecting it to be overly sweet. Um, it was just sweet. Uh, the milkshake part of it was right on point. The taste was candy corn, but not excessive. It was um, it was good. I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it comes with a big mound of cotton candy on top, which of course is cotton candy. And then there's a Mickey shaped, uh, marshmallow attached to the paper straw. And so, uh, I, I was joking on our Instagram page that it's basically marshmallow, cotton candy, ice cream, and candy corn, which are the four food groups. It was good. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, Karen ended up getting the candy corn ice cream cone. Uh, unfortunately, with the 90-some degree weather, it decided to flop over on her before she could even get a picture, and the whole cone ended up in a cup. So uh, it was just a little too warm uh, to enjoy a ice cream cone. But um, again, just really enjoyed the shake. So I'll save you guys a trip over there, and I know you didn't care for the um, the shake they had earlier in the year, but uh, this was this was actually pretty good. Um, anyway, just wanted to throw those two cents in there. 
Uh, did want to mention that uh, this party actually started a little bit early this year, and we still have uh, about 10 weeks left of the party. So it is not too late to make your reservations to get down and celebrate Halloween with Mickey and his friends. So be sure to contact the Dream Designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel to make your last-minute Walt Disney World reservations. And also, don't, re- don't forget that right behind... The Halloween party becomes Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, so make your Christmas plans as well for the season. Be sure to contact My Mickey Vacation Travel at MyMickeyVacation.com or reach out to them at My Mickey Vacation on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, we say thank you again to Danny and Stacy. Danny is known as Dr. Disney on the internet, and you can certainly find him at DrDisney.com for all the latest news and information coming out of Disney destinations, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all social media as Dr. Disney. Again, thanks again for joining us, everybody, and we will see you real soon.